Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the ended Justin Dubin. I am... You've been ended. I've had a very few, quick, like a lot of emotions in the last 24 hours. I flew back from Mexico City, immediately went to see Endgame, and then right after that, within 15 minutes, started watching Game of Thrones. So So there's a lot to take in. So you're the reason this episode is late. No. Yes. 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 That's correct. Okay. Great. Well, now that we have that out of the way, um, Justin, this is it. This is what ten years of Marvel movies has led to. I mean, we I probably said the same thing last year for for Infinity War, but this is really the end game. We're in the end game now, baby. Well, no, I, I've been non. I've been literally saying that nonstop. I'm sure you have, and it's probably annoying everyone. During the movie, I looked at my friend who saw it with me, and I kept going to him, oh my God, we're in the end game now, like after after a specific thing started happening. Dr. Dubin and Dr. Strange, both assholes. (laughs) I'm not going to disagree with that one. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I mean, Justin, for this movie, this movie has made, I think, over a billion dollars already. Something crazy. Over um, $1.2 billion right. worldwide. It needs to hit 2.2 to hit Avatar. I don't think it will. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't have... Avatar, literally anyone could go see that movie and be like, I'm enjoying this. A group of people can enjoy Endgame. I still think people are going to see it because it's just this... Wait, Pop so you're phenomenon. okay. So you're gonna make a bet. We're gonna make a, a five dollar bet that I'm gonna say Avatar will keep its crown. I'm gonna say it's not. They did this in one weekend. Yeah, but it's it's a front loaded movie for sure. Avatar, on the other hand, people kept talking, kept talking, saying you have to see this in 3D. This people are not seeing this movie in 3D. Yeah, but the problem is that people will go see this movie ten times. People were doing that with Avatar. Remember, people want to book flights to Pandora because they're sad. That is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> that movie was not good. Uh, Pandora forever. Oh, wait, I do want to go. I do want to go. I do want to go to Disney, though. I to heard Pandora that Land Pandora or whatever is amazing. it is. Yeah. Well, okay. So then we have a standing bet right now. We'll $5. check again in, in a month. I don't know. Whenever they're. That's whenever... not fair. It's going to, whenever it closes, it could be out right. for th- four months and still people will go see it. Sure. Um, I think the one thing in its favor is that China's a thing now. It was not when Avatar came out. There you go. Unless I'm wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> but no, I think you're wrong. Never bet against James Cameron. Never bet against China. Ooh, that's definitely communism talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, let's get into it. So we're going to just do a brief review of like not a, a brief a non-spoiler, non-spoiler review, review yeah. of Endgame, and then just get into spoilers because you because know it basically made 1.2 billion dollars we assume everyone who actually exactly already anyone saw listening it. the chances are you've seen it so uh let's get into our review of avengers Endgame. we're in the end game now baby <sighs> realized i loved you I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. 
just heard was a clip from the trailer for avengers endgame starring oh boy okay uh chris evans robert downey jr brie larson scarlett johansson chris hemsworth mark ruffalo tom holland jeremy renner josh brolin karen gillen paul rudd sebastian stan chris pratt bradley cooper benedict cumberbatch tom hiddleston gwyneth paltrow evangeline Lilly, don Cheadle, denai guerrera john favreau vin diesel anthony mackie and ty simpkins michelle pfeiffer and benedict Wong, and finally of course the chameleon among all of us tilda swinton <laughs> what, uh, is she, what is she honestly i don't know and it's directed by anthony and joe russo justin what's this movie about after the devastating events of avengers infinity war the universe is in ruins with the help of remaining allies the avengers assemble once more in order to undo thanos's actions and restore order to the universe hijinks ensue that was actually one of their better plot summaries yeah yeah okay well uh so yes the avengers must assemble once more but is it one final time justin tell us the ending not yet okay um so this movie justin uh i'm gonna jump ahead of you right now and i think i'm gonna shock everyone you didn't like it no, actually, it was amazing. It was absolutely, <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. There were so many beats. Three hour movie did not feel like a three hour movie. Fucking, I don't know what felt longer. The, every Netflix movie you make me watch felt so much longer than this three hour epic. Wait, the perfect date felt longer than this movie, which we have not reviewed yet. <laughs> which we will, I hopefully. But yes, it definitely felt longer. Maybe than I this like movie. It. It, it definitely <laughs> felt longer. <laughs> I think that movie's runtime was an hour and like forty four minutes. Are you kidding? It was like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you could fit two end games in that movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, sorry, reverse. But yes, uh, no, this movie was absolutely fantastic. It was the ultimate fan service, but at the same time, it was, it just, it, it paid off. It, it, it brought together 10 years of movies, 21 movies into this 22nd film, and it pulled it off. Like, how does that happen? And yes, you could argue some things were clunkier than others, but I don't know. This movie was, uh, I want to say this movie was better than Infinity War. But at the same time, it's hard to compare them, right? Why? You can absolutely compare them because it's a part one and part two. They're they're one. They are long two separate movie. films, though. They are two separate films. But remember, when they first announced these two movies, they were called part one and part two. And then some marketing person at Disney said, "Wait a second, don't do that because if you call it part one, less people will see it than part two. Instead, call it Infinity War, and everyone's gonna be like, well, I gotta see it now.' <laughs> That's fair. That's a good marketing idea. Yeah." Um, so I, 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 it was, I mean, here's the big question I need to know. Did you cry? Almost. Wow. It got dusty and I felt them welling up, but I know you cried four times, four times. I cried four times. I cried some tears of joy. I cried a lot of sadness and I just had so many emotions and there was like, I'm not going to lie. The last, at the end, I was crying so hard. My friend was 
making fun of me. I was still crying when like the credits were going. And then the lady next to me started laughing at me. Oh, wow. And that made me cry even more because then I was embarrassed about crying. It was like okay. a, a hole of crying. So I was in a packed screening, of course. Oh, of uh, course. We this all was on, on Friday afternoon. I went uh, Friday morning and packed screening. The kid next to me was like probably like, you know, maybe a college aged kid. He was so uh, – he must have been such a big Marvel fan that he was leaning forward the entire time. For three and, hours? Yes, and breathing hard, okay? He was, like, nervous, and he was gripping his thighs because he was, like – I think he was nervous about what could happen to his beloved Avengers. I was, was very – I felt that, though. I was no, were you I, not I get on it, the edge but, of your – Yes, I was. Every time C. Rogers showed up, I was like, don't kill Captain America. <laughs> but – he was breathing like it was terrible. Well, either way, I, I have to agree with you. This is just I, I when we went over the movies, I had Avengers Infinity War as the number one movie of all time for Marvel. This may have outdone it, um, and it probably has, just because I couldn't think of a more satisfying conclusion to ten years of Avengers. I just and, and this is the thing that scares me, but there is hope. I just don't know how you can do better. Like, I, mean, I literally don't know how you can do better. But if someone can, it's the people of the – It's, Kevin, of it's Kevin Feige. It's Kevin Feige. Like, he he has proven himself to be one of the greatest producers uh, in Hollywood history. How does this? He's got to be worth a billion dollars. His brain is worth a billion dollars at least. I mean, a, bil- a billion. I mean, and- since Iron Man, what have those movies grossed? Disney will pay him whatever that man wants. If he wants to be paid in dead bodies, they'd figure it out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but th- but this movie has a runtime of three hours. And this is the fastest three-hour movie you will ever see in your life. It, there, uh, there is – it just doesn't make sense. There's very few points where you can think of dragging. And, okay, now we have to say that this movie did not focus on 30 characters. It focused on the main Avengers that from, like, the 2012 film, arguably, with some exceptions here and there. But yep. – but, they each got like such good moments and especially two characters got incredible arcs in this movie. There was several fantastic arcs. And what is so nice about this movie is that no one knew anything about going in. I had absolutely no idea. I had an inkling. They took this movie in directions. I never would have expected. And in, Ways that it makes sense and it's a wonderful concept, but I never would have imagined that they did it. They were they were well, going to go that way. Okay, so we've been talking about it for seven minutes. Uh, we so we both loved it. We both thought it was fantastic. It's definitely in the top five of both of our MCU lists. Correct? A billion percent. Okay. So. Is there any better bad guy than Thanos? My God, just Heath Ledger's Joker. He, yeah, that's fair, but. <laughs> But what an this when you if you thought Thanos though at Infinity War was well, fucking powerful, my god! And this yes, like, but arguably, arguably, uh, this movie was a disservice to the work they did in Infinity War to Thanos. 
We'll have to talk about that because I don't really know what you mean. Well, okay then. Uh, so what do you say we get into spoilers then? Yes. Obviously, we both say see it. How this dare is you? one of the best movies of the year. This You think this is something that the Oscars would consider? <sighs> Honest question, because when you're talking about just a, an actual feat of cinematic brilliance, this has to be up there, right? I understand Infinity War was not nominated. It didn't I mean, get it. But if you're going to fucking put Black Panther on there... This is a thousand times more impressive than that. Okay, but, but I get the but, cultural thing. Yeah, Black Panther represented something. This movie just represents fan service. No, this movie represents a pop culture phenomenon that has shifted the way that film, Movies TV, everything has been made. So if this is not a movie that deserves some kind of acknowledgement for the culmination of 10 years of just sheer production of Hollywood and the, the actual golden standard of how, you know, how commercial well, films I mean, should be made, then how, what else deserves it? Look, look at, look at the other studios that have tried shared universes. They've all failed. And that's my point. This is the it's gold crazy. standard. It's crazy. And not what, only is, what it is the, the second biggest shared universe. You could argue it's the, um, DCU, the what? T- DC, the, Ju- the Justice League. No, no, they uh, they they fall on in their face way too many times. I would argue it's either Fast well, and it Furious. Will, it's got to be Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious if which Hobbs is actually Shaw- which is actually just impressive anyway because that's an original. No, but that's not a shared universe. It's just sequels. That's well, different. Hobbs and Shaw is it? Hobbs and Shaw will then make it. I think something like that. But I was going to say, what is it? The Conjuring series? Aren't all those movies connected? Yeah, I guess. And so people say that that's actually extremely impressive that they've been able to connect all of those. Either way, I mean. Yeah, I mean, but that's small potatoes. <laughs> very, to... very, very small. Yeah. Anyway, so what do you say then, Justin? We get into spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Let's do it. Now we're in the endgame. Now we're really <laughs> in the endgame. All right, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. I repeat, spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Um, so I walked in knowing mostly nothing, but I kind of assumed and knew, I think I knew that there was going to be time travel involved with the quantum realm. Yeah, I think everyone knew that aspect. Okay, so, then what, what. so then what did surprise you? Because other than that, I don't know of many surprises. What are you talking about? The I, I was sh- you were not shocked that they killed Thanos within the first twenty minutes of the movie. Oh, but also, well, yes. So that I was like, oh, but then I realized, like, no, they still have to go back in time. So, like, I wasn't. I don't know. That was the first twenty minutes. I thought that was a brilliant. That was a brilliant, like, slap in the face. Like, let's go. You're not fighting the same guy because it makes sense. He was too powerful. You would literally not be able to kill him if he had all the stones. If he had all the stones, yeah, of course. And so, but so okay. So what I said earlier about the, this movie doing a disservice to the character work they did in Infinity War, I know that they were two different Thanoses that we got. Tech, they were literally two different Thanoses. Um, one from 2013, 2014, and one from 2019 and uh, or 2018. And so the thing is, though, he just did a lot of like grumbling. I'm a scary bad guy in this one, you know. Now I think he was just fucking pissed off because he's like, "Give me the goddamn thi- the ring, give me the gauntlet and all the stones." No, I, I don't. Know. I just feel like he was more generic bad guy in this one versus 
what we had in Infinity War, which spent well, a lot more time rounding him out. So that's that. I think that's why, though, right? Infinity War was the Thanos show. That was you had a very yeah. deep development of that character. He had the most screen time by far. Right, but in this movie, he was more two dimensional by far. But he didn't need to be much more. I what guess. did he need to be? We already knew the character. We knew his goals. He didn't have to do what he did in the previous one. He was just a fucking <laughs> I mean, monster bad guy there's, who there's could just point. kick the shit out of everyone. I wonder if this was a nod to like everyone making fun of Thanos for like eight years before Infinity War. When he gets to the Avengers headquarters, he just sits. Because that's what everybody said he was doing for the past eight years, was just sitting on his stupid space throne. Maybe, but that's it was true though because he, he just was sending. It, it was, was maybe a microcosm around. for the macrocosm of the last ten years. Yeah, but, but um, uh, so okay, I guess I've got a lot of things written down here. The movie itself completely was satisfying and also sad. Um, there were moments where the crowd cheered, where the crowd jeered and booed, and was sad, not booing. But um, I gotta say, one of what? Well, okay, let's just go through it this way. What was your favorite moment? By far, the moment that I started crying tears of joy, actually, was when Captain America picked up the th- – like, called for the, the hammer in it. Oh, okay. Nice. Very obvious. I literally nice. screamed. Everyone screamed, and then I just started crying because, like – and then you hear Thor going, I knew it. Yeah. What and, a callback to, to Ultron. Yes. And I just – it was just the penultimate moment for me because – you knew how good of a person Steve Rogers was and how he was the heart of this team. And that kind of was just one of the, it was just the culminating moment for that to prove how valuable and his, how worthy he was. Yeah. Uh, and I maybe mean, how and, and, lack of worthy everyone else. Well, was and the thing is that every turn I was worried that Steve Rogers was just going to get killed. I was so worried he was going to get killed. Um, and actually my favorite moment of the movie, I think it was my favorite moment. I mean, there's so many. And that last third of the film where they are at the destroyed Avengers headquarters could, it could be any of those moments. But for me, I feel like I loved when they went back to the original Avengers movie in 2012, you see Robert Redford show up, all of this, all of that was incredible. The moment where Captain America is fighting Captain America and he says, I could do this all day. And then. 2019 Captain America goes, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the elevator scene. Uh, that, it was, that, I was, it was say, a great it's, nod it's to those Winter two, Soldier. Yeah, it's those two put together. Because, and when he says, Hail Hydra. Yeah, Winter Soldier, <laughs> my favorite scene in that is the elevator scene. I have a Mondo poster of that. I was so excited for it to happen again. But then Steve shows that he has matured and grown and says, Hail Hydra. It was great. It was so good. Yeah, that was... And then Robert Redford shows up for a three-minute cameo. Like, I thought... And then just the whole 2012 Avengers sequence was great, showing what they did with Loki afterwards, when they're all standing over Loki at the end of the 2012 movie, then cut to here, and we hear Tony Stark say, well, okay, we can't just stand here posing all day. (laughs) It was amazing. It's great. Yeah. It's just a wonderful callback. I, I really do love... I think one of the more surprising character arcs that they gave us was the Thor arc. And I thought that was just a really wonderful direction to go with the character because what the character initially suffered for from was, was being taken too seriously. And with Thor Ragnarok, they really understood that this is a character 
and Chris Helmsworth has very good comedic chops. Whatever. I'm going to keep saying it the way no, I say it. No, respect them. So what did they do? They they showed a defeated Thor who was fat. And, you know, some of now you and can, now for them, some of those heavy the guys out there, you got, you know, you got there's the body of so Thor. Many. You got in the body ju- in July, there's going to be so many Thor cosplayers at, uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah, and they don't even have to do much. And the thing is, the thing is, they didn't just like magically have him get an eight pack. No, he stayed fat. They they committed to it. Yeah, no, he stayed fat. He had some dreads. uh, But Justin, yeah, the I think greatest achievement of this entire film was making Thor to the Dark World a better film. Well, they didn't really go into Thor to Dark World. They did. Hard. I mean, they, they did, but they didn't they like in it. Because so Caitlin is, is God bless her. She's on maternity leave now. She says, you know what? I'm going to watch all of the Marvel movies. So she watched Iron Man today. I think she had already seen Iron Man. She's seen a few of them, but she was like, are there any I can skip? I said, yes, the Edward Norton Hulk. And then I was going to say Thor 2, but then Endgame makes it kind of essential. It does. You have to get the ether. The ether and and also the death of Rene Russo, of his mother, which is a big point in this film. Very, very important part. And uh, it changes his character once so again. So I, I told her, I was like, I, you might, I said, just watch them all. I was like, you're not getting, there's none that are awful. I mean, Thor 2 close, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they somehow redeem it a bit. They somehow redeem it a bit. And so I'm j- I've just got a few things written down, Justin, because I had to jot down my notes after I got out. Uh, another thing that was so good, and this goes into the, the movie itself was, was backloaded as far as the action goes, but that didn't ruin the movie. It was fine because the first hour and a half to two hours was not much action. Honestly, it was except but for it the didn't uh, drag. There was no it drag. drag. It was all plot and character and time travel, which is awesome. And you had that one amazing action sequence of, of Hawkeye Ronin killing a bunch of guys in Japan, uh, which was pretty cool. But um, I think we talked about the two arcs in this movie. And one of them, of course, being Tony Stark's arc, it ends with his death, this film. And when they went back to the seventies, him and Steve, which by the way, him and Steve reuniting, after the events of Civil War, it was so good. It was so, so good. And we get to see them go back to the 70s, which is, you know, big for them both. Tony, you know, uh, Tony gets to get closure with his father. And Steve never lived through the 70s, but he gets to see the woman he wanted to live in the 70s with. I mean, Tony with his father, though, was there was you could argue that there's no stone left unturned in this movie. Everyone had a moment that good was important. Works. You said stone. Unturned. Oh, stone. Yeah. There was no infinity stone left unturned. Um, I, I, I thought that I loved that 70 sequence because him, the, the, this movie was three hours because it gave us moments like that of Tony just chilling with his dad, Howard for 10 minutes of the film. Yeah. Um, and here's, here's the thing. No one cared because it was so satisfying. They literally closed almost all the open arcs and, we're able to acknowledge it, and and that's what and, wins here, right? That's and because of Winter wins. Soldier, and because of Winter Soldier, I'm sorry, Civil War, the the Winter Soldier in Civil War, we know how Tony's parents were taken from him, you know, and it just makes it that much more dramatic for him to get this closure with his dad. I agree. I totally agree. Ugh. Um, now I, there is one thing I do want to talk about. Whenever we have time travel, 
There's always. The I don't want to talk about of, it. You I don't want to talk about it, dude. It's not. It's not. I don't want to talk about it. I saw some articles that were like trying to quantum theory it away, and they even make fun of other movies in this movie. That doesn't Which mean was that great. right. Those great yeah. references. Yeah. And even Die Hard was thrown in there. <laughs> but they, I. What's the point? I don't know. Because we're I just going to ask. I know that the ancient one, Tilda Swinton, who's also goes by the ancient one in real life. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, and that's not a knock on her age. That's just her being the wisest, most chameleon like actress around. Uh, she, I know, tries I'm still to mad about it. her getting the Oscar for Michael Clayton. I still don't understand. I, I know that. you're still mad about that. I don't that. understand. You don't that. even know who she was against. She, she was in know. that movie for seven minutes. Oh, you man. don't even know don't who even she was know. up against. It doesn't even matter. Okay. She didn't deserve it. It was a seven minute plot. She tries to explain away the time travel by like with the different like plots with like her little hand drawings of smoke. And then Hulk is like, Oh no, it's not like that. I, I don't, whatever. I don't care. It worked. People are like, Oh, but Captain America appearing as an old man at the end breaks what their rules set up. And I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with that. Some of it didn't make sense there, but I, I, you know, I didn't think too much of it. I didn't get lost in it. I just enjoyed. I enjoyed like it. that they pulled it off. They got all the stones, and then immediately were thrown into an action scene. Them getting devastated by Thanos, like they 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 undid the snap. You think that that would be like the end of the movie, but it wasn't. And someone at work said this, and I agree with them totally. They they snapped. Hulk snapped. Brought back everybody. But then Thanos starts attacking, so you forget that all of the old other Avengers are somehow going to get there. And so then, when that portal appearance moment happens, it's still a surprise. Oh, I cried. That's I also cried there. Is that like when, when? When were you? When did you really get close to crying? I think when Gwyneth Paltrow said, "You can rest now." Oh man. That was I, I was already crying at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that so seriously. Got a more. Yeah, seriously though, when when Captain America is standing alone with uh, Thor and Iron Man knocked out or whatever, and he's just staring down Thanos with Thanos' enormous army looking at him, in my head I was like, Well, what now? I forgot. I forgot that the other Avengers were coming. I agree. And just that portal and that scene of them all running and supporting each other. Oh. I just cried. I just cried a lot. It was just very powerful. Well, scene. okay. So Justin, last week, I believe we we said it. I told you what my theory was going to be about the end of Captain America's arc. Not that he dies, but that he goes back to the 40s and gets that final dance with Peggy Carter. How right was I? I just want to hear you say it. As the movie progressed, that seemed like the natural conclusion. Like Because the more you think about time travel and the more... From the beginning of Captain America, his whole thing was – his whole theme was time lost. Man out of time. Man frozen, stuck in the wrong time. And, they always kept Peggy around, and even they, for pictures. He, exactly. And he always referenced her. It just felt like the right way to do it, and it felt it's like so, a natural conclusion. So and I was right. very right. right. Thank you. And it was beautiful. Right. And, and the thing is, though, the movie ended with them kissing – and I wanted to I was also crying there. Well, yeah, but I, and I want to stand up clapping and everyone else in the theater. I felt like was let down by that ending because no one wanted to see him leave because they knew this was the end for our captain. It was a little jarring to see old man, Steve Rogers. He was like a hundred years old at that point. Um, now here's a, so he passes off the shield. Yeah. To Falcon, which is to in the, the comics, which 
often does happen in the comics. But are you surprised? I expected Bucky to be the next. Well, Bucky Captain also America. becomes the next Captain America in the comics. So I agree. I don't know. I know someone that. said someone was like, "I bet you he just gave it to whoever walked over first. <laughs> <laughs> but but Bucky. I mean, uh, Bucky's more genetically modified, right? Like he's the natural Captain America. Yes, but but he was a Russian agent for better or worse, you know, or Russian, right? Yeah, he was a Russian agent for better or worse. Uh, You could argue that um, Falcon, Sam Wilson, he is a true American soldier and a hero helping veterans, et cetera, et cetera. He's but if he fought. Fucking Bucky get murdered in a well, second. I know, but so maybe Captain America is more a symbol than being superhuman. In many ways, he is. That's I and, think and, that's fair. And the thing is, uh, I don't know. I mean, what what will we get from Sam Wilson as Captain America? Is he going to be? Are they going to go with that? Is he going to be called Captain America? We don't know because they did. Him and Bucky have a show coming out on Disney Plus. Correct, and so does Wanda and the Vision, which means that uh, that one is called one. That one's called WandaVision, which Wanda I don't Vision. know. What, I don't know what to expect with that. Were you surprised um, that uh, Black Widow died? Um, yes and no. Like I feel like. Well, yeah, I get yes and no. When they got to Vormir, I was like, well, wait, some, someone's gonna someone's got to die. Someone oh, has what? to die here. And in my head, I was like, they're going to have to figure out a way out of this. And then I was like, oh, no, they're just going to kill someone. Yeah, man. And, boy, Hugo Weaving is not messing around over there. Although it's not Hugo Weaving, technically. It's he not. Come, he didn't come back to do the voice because he hates doing, like, like, apparently blockbusters. So they got the guy, Ross Marquan from The Walking Dead, who does all his impressions. That's bullshit. <laughs> anyway, so Red Skull. I would have loved to have seen though Steve and Red Skull meet when he brings back the stones. I just want to see Red Skull be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, that would have been awesome. That would have been I a know. great like post-credit scene. I know, <laughs> like, I know. That would have been amazing. Anyway, um, but so I, I'm sorry, but there was no argument. Like Black Widow, all she had to say was, I have nothing to live for. I've been an assassin my whole life. You have a family. Let me jump off the cliff. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a no brainer. And now we know that it's going to be a prequel, but we expected the, the we we don't know that. We don't know that, but we assume that. No, no, it's already, I think it's been stated that it's going to take place in her early spy years. Impossible. How is she going to age her down? Yeah. That's the concern right now. No one knows, but, but that's what's, possibly going to happen they think it's going to be like her getting into shield how she gets into the shield um from her russian spy days um one final thing also um did how did you like the whole hulk closed loop because the hulk is one of the interesting characters here because even though we did have one hulk movie the incredible hulk it was with ed norton it was pretty much despised by everyone (laughs) and the whole plan was to give hulk this arc throughout everyone else's movie that came to a conclusion with Endgame. Uh, now in Endgame, they kind of jump five years later and just poof, all of a sudden he's Professor Hulk. He's a combination of Bruce Banner and the Incredible Hulk. And you just go with it. Did yeah. you like that or did you? I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about the Hulk. And um I, I also think that uh, the funny thing is <laughs> Bruce Banner slash Hulk, Professor Hulk, seemed totally fine in the, you know, pro- post-Snap world. 
right? He was eating ice cream in the post snap world. He was eating ice cream, taking selfies. Oh, he's living his best life. Living his best. I mean, life. I don't know. He seemed kind of like totally content with the snap happening. Well, I I just wish that we got a, li- a little bit of that interaction between him and the Hulk, and like kind of just melding into one person. Just I I just because I did find that in an interesting aspect of Infinity War when they kind of started yelling at each other. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. I would have liked that, and they did film that. They did say that they filmed it. And they left it on the cutting room table. I'm sure that's right. That because be- that would have been satisfying to see why Hulk wasn't coming out. Right. Was it because he got his ass beaten by Thor or by Thor, Thanos? Right. And we never got the full explanation. And that's something I really would have liked to have seen. And at three hours and two minutes, I feel like adding an extra four minutes to just get that really would have been satisfying. And I would have been. Yeah. Okay but I think, I think the. <clears throat> the at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Him. Yeah, no, but yeah. seeing the initial reveal of him, it was probably trumped versus this this other footage that they wanted to show. Right. It probably didn't make sense because they were cutting five years ahead and that happened sometime during yeah. that period. Right, and right, right. chronologically, are you going to just do like a flashback or something? It wouldn't really make sense. So I understand the decision. and But at the end of the day, I would really like to see that footage maybe as a bonus on not DVD. I don't think DVDs exist anymore. I guess on streaming. Is that how it works now? I, is there a bonus bought, footage? I just bought the Matrix on Ultra HD Blu-ray. So sad. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I, I, yeah. If there's anything wrong with this movie, sure, it's that they kind of skipped over the Hulk. They just kind of hand waved away, like, oh, we we got Zen, and now we're yeah. living together. Well, here's the big question. You know, uh, this this is marks the end of ten years. Um, a fantastic core group of superheroes. Many of them who will be done, um, including Captain America and Iron Man, are the main ones. Uh, we do know the fates of some some others. We don't 100% know the fates of, of some of them, but we can assume a lot of them will return. But with the two main guys now out, Captain America and Iron Man, and the introduction of many more cosmic characters in the future... Uh, it seems like a lot of these characters are going to be leaving Earth. Do you see this Marvel comic universe being as successful as it has in the last 10 years? I think it depends on star power. I, the thing is, who, can you can you get anyone like RDJ? I mean, they just got Angelina Jolie. Yeah, when but she, dude, she's when she struts out at Comic Con, it is. It's you saw Robert Downey Jr. He walked out with roses for everybody on the cast at one year. He would ham it up. He'd walk out there as if he was Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the face. What's it's just interesting to see how the faces of this franchise of not of not of the whole Avengers franchise is going to change. We know that. Uh, Captain Marvel is going to be playing a bigger role. I was a little bit disappointed in her role she played no, here. Captain Marvel has the goddamn charisma of a wet rag. Yeah, she didn't really do much for me. I think that was she was probably the weakest part of this movie. I, I agree. She was kind of she was the Deus Ex Machina. She was that you know it's which is fine. That's kind of what we assumed she was going to be uh, when we saw Nick Fury's beeper. But like we didn't even get a, a moment of her and Nick Fury together, which would have been great after fucking sitting through Captain Marvel, right? I think that's also a very fair point, but um, I don't know. I, listen, I think, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what they're gonna do. So they had a rock star in Tony Stark, RDJ, correct? 
1 billion percent. It was a, the biggest home going, run they could have ever had. Yeah. They are going to have to, and I think they will, hopefully, they're going to have to nail whoever they cast as Wolverine. So you're saying it's really going to be up to the X-Men to bring it to br- be uh to bring it to the next level to bring it to the next level which is fair i, I, I don't because- i don't agree, i don't agree with that completely because they do have a, a, an amazing roster right now but they're all people that we already have and so you know we you don't miss what you have until it's gone well, and so uh, i think it I, also- I think go ahead sorry i know i just think that the next big thing to be announced is going to be an x-men integration and i think they need someone who's going to be wolverine isn't a showy part though so i mean what is they're they're pretty much about five years out probably from starting to really incorporate the x-men because this no next way. part you think it's going to be sooner i think so i don't think so but five i think years, the dude. x-men yeah i think the x-men are going to be important because like i said the, the after this the universe is it's not just earth the focus is on the universe and what is nice about the X-Men I think will bring people back to earth and it will also allow people who aren't into the cosmic aspect to, to bring in familiar faces because what, uh, what is at risk here, but they have been so successful at doing it starting with guardians of the galaxies. They have taken the most unknown characters and made them the most beloved characters exactly. in this Marvel comic universe. So I don't question their ability to do that. But as we go further and further away from the major characters, I feel you need some kind of, you know, big name to keep keep around or keep fresh to bring it all back because there's going to be other Avengers. We have no idea what that what that's going to look like at this point. But you bet your ass we're going to have some kind of version of Captain America, I'd hope. And uh, and beyond that, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. That's why I think they're going to lean on the casting of Wolverine, this iconic character, and other X-Men. And maybe someone we, we've yet to learn about. Because as you said, they were all kind of B-team. Uh, Thor, Iron Man, uh, Captain America. Not, you know, They weren't like the Batman, Superman type level people. Spider-Man, you know? And so I think we're going to learn more when we get um, Spider-Man far from home in the next, what, two, three months, whatever it is. Apparently, that's the end of phase four. Is that what we're in? Three? I don't know. Whatever. That's this. That ends it. So I think we're going to get a little more closure on this whole series in that movie while maybe leading into the new one. But um, we are going long and i don't want this recording to get screwed up because we're using yeah and, and this is just i know this is just one uh, one last thing there there is a transition point that's about to happen and with regards to disney plus because disney plus is going oh to continue God. the story of these characters there's going to be a lot of stuff and kevin Feige, thor but, wandavision uh the no not Lo- thor uh, not loki, thor. loki i meant loki loki's getting his own show is Loki alive? I mean, 2012 is. Loki is. Yeah, 2012 Loki is. He got away with the Tesseract and left so, it somewhere in the So, 70s. And he, Kevin, Kevin Feige has already said that the universe will be expanded through these shows and will potentially have reflect future films. Oh so, yeah, we're not we're not agents of shielding this shit. This yeah. is going to be. They're going to be connecting it. 
Are you yeah. watching these shows? Do you feel you like you have to watch these shows? I, Do you I'm think they're going to be forward. good? I'm looking forward to these shows, Justin. It's really? the same characters. Why would I not watch them? It's the same characters that I've fallen in it's love with. It's the same producer. Yeah. It's too much TV. It's not fair. Disney Plus is gonna be is gonna break me, Justin. Uh, Disney Plus is gonna be a game changer. I, I, they're I think they're unrolling with like thirty plus original shows. Well, and, and then, content. And then and then don't forget they have the Disney Vault. Um, every amazing. Disney movie ever, every Simpsons episode ever, because now they own goddamn Fox. Man, I think Netflix is going to be worried about that. They are worried, and that's why they are, you know, buying up tons of fucking bullshit movies with Noah Centineo. <laughs> what do you mean, Perfect Date, Someone Great? Those are good movies. Did you watch Someone Great, by the way? No, no, it's really good. It's really good. All right. Let's end it there, Justin. We'll have to follow up something like as epic as this episode with probably Perfect Date, a review. I'd rather review Someone Great. Can we review both? What? Both Someone Great and Perfect Date. No, I already watched Perfect Date. You're not but watch Someone Great. Marvel. It's really great. The next Netflix original movie I'm going to watch is going to be uh, a, a Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. No, you're going to watch Someone Great. Please watch that. It's very anyway, great. Justin, please, for the life of me, take us out. All right, guys. This what well, we we we're okay with just talking about Iron Man. Rest in peace. I am Iron Man. He does. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably yeah. should mention it, that. You know. Yeah, it, it was a great moment, and I, I for some reason I thought he was going to give the middle finger to Thanos when he held his arm up, but then it was way classier than that. Thankfully, ending with the words that began the series, ended the first Iron Man. I am Iron Man snap it was great it was i mean what else is there to say about it it was fantastic there's no other way to go you had to you had to end the character with it, it had to be the end of, of iron man we knew it had to happen he started the whole thing he had to end it it was perfectly it was poetic. an amazing arc for him because not exactly. only did he get closure with his father he proved that he could be a good father that's i didn't think about that but that's true oh it's just and then, I mean, me being a new father, that hit me. And when Hawkeye loses his family in the beginning, I audibly went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. it was, oh, God. <sighs> There's so much they can mine just from the snap. Like, what other superheroes were doing during the snap, you know? Yeah, I mean, they'll probably have to acknowledge that for the X-Men, right? Uh, maybe, maybe not. A lot of baggage. A lot of baggage. <laughs> I mean, five years went by. They're just back after five years. Including all of Peter's classmates? Yeah. So I'm interested how they'll uh, acknowledge oh, well, that. Yeah, I- I'm excited to see, like, how, yeah. I mean, are they all just fucking? Are they all teenagers just, they're like, screw it. The world is fragile. Let's all have sex. I don't really understand that, but because uh, teenagers like, do that anyway. It's like the Olympic Village. But with with the threat of death. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) Wait, teenagers are having sex? Not if I can help it. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't even know what I meant by that. (laughs) Uh, Not, you know what? Not if Marvel can help it. (laughs) No, I'm I'm pro sex. Also, I would like that they cursed a lot in this movie, and there was bleeding and blood. Multiple people murder. 
So Black they did a lot they of did blood. It. Yeah, and and Ronan just cutting that guy's throat slowly. <laughs> yeah, they just they did a the lot cursing, of violence. The, the cursing I didn't notice. I, I people, they said, said shit a lot. They said shit a lot. Yeah, whatever. I want to hear fucking Tony Stark say, "Fuck you, Thanos. I am Iron Man." <laughs> that would have been awesome, but it's PG or PG thirteen. PG thirteen. So they could they had one fuck if they really wanted to use it, but it's Disney. They would never use it. Well, no. So what they're doing is because they've never used it in 22 movies. Now they get 22 F words in one movie. <laughs> <laughs> what movie are they saving that for is the question. Whatever Wolverine movie, they'll just have they'll have 25 of them for Wolverine to say. Yeah, exactly. At that point. <laughs> just at the end, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> also, bless Ant Man was a wonderful had a wonderful job. No, Paul Rudd was no. great. Bless the rat that saved Ant Man and the universe. Yes, indeed. It was a rat. It was a rat that saved everyone. Rat King. Rat King. All right, now take us out. Now I'm satisfied. All right, guys, thanks for uh, listening to this podcast episode. We have officially ended the the end game. We're excited to see where the Avengers go next. Getting a little emotional. Rest in peace, Steve. Rest Rest in in peace, Tony Stark. Tony Stark is... A lot is dead, but Steve's not technically dead. He's just dancing. He's dancing in the seventies. No, forties. God damn it! I love that ending for him. There's also a good spinoff. Maybe his kid has super genetics and is fucking yoked out there, and they find him, and then he's like cool. But anyway, sure. Uh, Thanks again for listening. Uh, As always, this uh, week is the long shot. Oh yeah, I kind of want to see that. Sure. It's funny. Uh, sure. Questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email us at two guys one movie.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out the site, comment all you'd like. Um, it, you can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on our website. You can listen to us on any podcasting app, including Spotify, which is my favorite way to listen to us. Download, I just subscribe. Spotify. Did you? Yeah, it took you so long. You're living like five I years know. in the past. Google Play least. Music. Not anymore, clearly. Uh, so if you do listen to us, download, subscribe, give us a review, five stars. Five stars. For Matt and Justin, thanks for listening. Have a good one. I am Iron Man. S- snapped. And I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>